No Catch Up Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Nick the Quick in the building, as always. Going on. Shout out bag tags. They yeah. got you. They got you laced on the on the, the snapback. Shout out snap Tommy. Back on deck. Shout out Tommy <laughs> Doyle. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah. Shout out, shout out like Tom for that. New era joint too, man. Yeah, it's you official. already know. Real official. Apologize for being a few minutes late. We had, you know, we had to update the software. Of course. So it's all good. It's digital age. You already know. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk Bulls boiling. That's one of my favorite ejections of all time. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about boiling period. Talk about the Bears offseason. We're going to grade Ryan Pace, talk about that. I want to talk about the White Sox. I posted, if you if you follow the No Catch Up Chicago Instagram page, I posted that Hope clip of us talking about how the Machado thing could have re-energized the White Sox fans on the south side. And I want to talk about what they can do to get some folks in the seats. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make up some White Sox promo nights. Okay, that's what we're, If we were in the marketing department, <laughs> this is what we would do to get some folks in the seats. Uh, then we're going to talk national. It's March Madness, Zion Williamson, NBA, Mike Trout got $400 million. We're going to talk about all that stuff. Let's do it. What's good? What's going on, man? What's happening, bro? Not too much. Not too we, much. Gee, I, I was like, listen, I can't remember the last time we sipped a couple of brews on the pod. So I'm like, that needs to that needs to happen yeah, ASAP. Shout out, shout out the Peronis. You know what I'm saying? Got so the, that got the needs Italian to, joints in St. Patty's Day week. It huh? needs to happen. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm a big Peroni fan, actually. So, mm-hmm. And I don't know if we're live. Will you double check that? Have you been to Italy before? Have I been to Italy? No. Yeah. I need to go, though. Yeah, definitely trying to go And there. supposedly you have to do it like north to south. Yeah. Or like the whole thing, like you, got, you, can't you gotta just, like, do, yeah, because it's like jump into Italy for a couple of days. It's different cultures, right? Like depending on where you are, it's just a lot of country to yeah, check out. Like yeah. Southern Italy is different than Northern right. Italy. You got Florence, Milan, right. Rome. You go down and check out some Sicily. You could check out the Amalfi Coast. Right. Like yeah, it could get it could get pretty od. Yep. What are you getting over there? We're good. Yeah, just flip that, and we should be rocking. Yep. All right, cool. Okay. What else has been up? How was the Southside Parade? Oh, it was decent, man. It's always yeah. Been it was funny. So, like, we were on the uh, we were on the on the float, and um, you know, what I'm saying we had like beads and all that stuff to pass out. Yeah. People are thirsty as hell for these beads, especially like adults. It's not even like the kids, like grown ass men and women fighting for over these beads. People talking shit when you don't give them a bead or a cup right. or a sweatshirt, whatever it is you might have. I mean, they're jumping over kids, hands out. It was crazy, but um, it was fun, man. I walked like four miles. Shit was crazy, but, you know, it was decent, man. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. Yeah, Y'all was had a fun. good time. Yeah, it was good, rocking. We had a great time, man. It was good. Yeah. It was a nice day out. It, it was, was nice and sunny. Day. It was perfect. How was your St. Patrick's Day out on Saturday, too? I didn't do anything on Saturday. You just I was, kicked I it. I just kicked it. I knew I was going to get it in on Sunday. So, Saturday, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to do the whole Saturday thing and then not be able to have, have anything left for Sunday. So, right. Sunday was the day. Times but, have changed, bro. Yeah. I got up. First off, I live right down the street from the river. Right. And I still haven't seen this thing get died. I've never seen it. Like, I legit live a 10-minute walk. Not even, right? I think it's like a, yeah. So, I was like, I'm going to go do this this year, right? Okay. Didn't happen. Right. I woke up. Why would you? I didn't end up getting out of the crib 
By the time I got out of the crib to go have a couple of drinks at like two, people were I saw so many people that were throwing up on the street, yeah. smacked. Like it was crazy. It's a young person's game, man. Yo, like <laughs> it was crazy. And I was trying to think of like what we used to do when I was a shorty. Yeah. And I guess we did like the 9 a.m. stuff. But yeah, definitely. I was never on the street. Let me tell you a quick story. One year, I was dating this chick that lived in Wrigley. This is years ago. I went out early in the morning, and it was like one. It was like two o'clock. I was like, I gotta take a nap. Like it's yeah. a wrap for me if I don't yeah. take a nap. And that was when like you rallied and you went out at night. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went and took a nap. I got up at like six o'clock, and I went to go get some grub to you know refuel. I'm walking down Clark Street by Wrigley, like deuces and diamonds, like yeah. over there, right. Like in the mix on Clark right in Street. The whole mix, yep. There's people laid out on the street sleeping. Yeah. Girlfriends holding their boyfriends up, throwing up all over. It looked like pandemonium. Right. Like yeah. it was a different world. Yeah. People got to chill a yeah, little bit on it's, this. It's crazy. It was a long time ago, but still. That's why I didn't even go down there, man. I mean, you know, I worked downtown like the last like five years. So um, up until recently. So. I mean, I would always see it. Like, you know, if I was working on a Saturday or even, like, you know, around, like, Lollapalooza time. Anytime yeah. there's something going on, like, you see, like, the worst in people as far as getting drunk. So I was cool with not doing anything on Saturday, man. I'm, I'm good. I don't need – I've done that for so long. Yeah, It's facts. like after a while, like, you get annoyed by it because, you know, you're a little bit older, man. You want to go to a place where you can have a drink, get a little bit rowdy, but not deal with all that. And, like, it brings everybody out. It brings all the amateurs out. Yes. The people who start drinking at 9 and can't handle it. The people are taking shots at 9. Yeah. Like, you see it all, man. Like, I'm 32, man. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I'm good. You it know what I mean? It's just like, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it, I don't want to deal with it. That's probably why I've never even been to the river dying before, because I definitely don't want to deal with that. Yeah, no doubt. Like, I don't want to deal with that shit. Like, if I don't have to, bro, I don't want to deal with it. I feel you. You know me. I'm so good. Let's the just, less people, the better. Yeah. Shout out my boy, Alante. He was in town. I saw him. He had a billboard that was in Wrigley. Oh, wow. He's, he's like, he's, he's on his model shit, yeah. lives in LA. He had a billboard that just got <laughs> dropped in Wrigley. So he was in town, man. Shout out my guy. Um, But yeah, man, it's a, it was a good weekend. Yeah, I, I, I had fun. The people, the older I get, the, as long as the people watching his eye, I'm locked. I was in the car. With, uh, <laughs> so Vorder drove us down to, um, to you know, my girl's mom's house. And uh, he said that he heard somewhere that St. Patty's Day is like the fourth most drunkest holiday. And like we were trying to figure out what the other three would be. So obviously 4th of July, right? Yeah, 4th of July is definitely up there. Are I'm going to say Memorial Day or Labor Day. What about Black Friday? That's got to be up there. Black Thursday? Black Wednesday, I mean. Wednesday, Black yeah. Wednesday. People be lit yeah, on true. Black Wednesday. Yeah, nobody, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go Black Wednesday. But is that a past- holiday, though? Would people consider that a holiday? Or is that rolled into Thanksgiving? That's 100% a holiday. That's Thanksgiving. But, Black, but I'm saying Black Wednesday itself is not a holiday. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, okay, the 4th of July or Labor Day or Memorial Day or whatever it might be. Like, what days... Fourth is definitely up. Fourth okay. has to be up. Fourth Black, is a no doubter. Black Wednesday is up there. Okay. That's, I'm going to put that in there. All right. Memorial of, Day or Labor Day? Fourth of July. Because Memorial Day kicks off the summer, Memorial right? Memorial Day because. And Labor Day ends the summer. Yeah, depending on I where you're at. I think Labor Day. 
Labor Day is If the like, weather's nice on Labor Day, it's a wrap. It's rap. always nice because it's September. Yeah, no, that's that's not necessarily. But for lately, the most lately, part. Lately, the last couple bro, of years, for the most summer part. goes forever. But, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say probably Memorial Day. Hey, shout out my guy, Mike Roll Tide. He ordered a hoodie today, man, all the way from Tuscaloosa. That's what's up. Shout out my shout guy. Out He's Mike. locked in. Shout out Mike. Um, I'm going to go Memorial Day. I mean, sorry, Labor Day. All right, say less. Um, all right, let's talk about the – you want to talk about the Bulls or the Bears first? Just throw it out let's talk thing. Bulls. Yeah. Let's talk Bulls. Let's talk Boylan. Let, let me let me just give you – I'm going to just give you where I'm at right now. I'm not even looking at wins and losses anymore. We know where we're at there. We know where we're at with Zach Levine. He's playing. He's going to play the season now. He's going to do his thing. He wants to play. If you missed it, Jim Boylan gets ejected the other night in L.A. Him and Doc both get ejected. Boylan gets ejected and goes, essentially gets ejected. Do you do you know why he got ejected? Because uh, he didn't like the, the screens that Montrez Harrell was setting. So he went up and started talking shit to Doc. Like, yo, talk yeah. to your boy. Yeah. Like, yo, your boy's out of control right now. I don't, yeah. give, I don't care if we're now 16. And it's the end of the year, like your he, boy. He didn't like the chill. one at half court on Archie. He's the one he really didn't like. Yeah. Well, on his boy yeah, Archie, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's out. a felony. Yeah, that's his guy. <laughs> Archie had a concussion. He looked like that's a felony. Yeah. You can't mess with Archie, right? But he gets thrown out, mm-hmm. and he goes and daps up all the players on the bench. Yeah. Goes up and daps up everybody in the game, Levine, whoever else that was playing. And the last thing he says to everyone is play hard. Yeah. Like, that's it, man. Just play yeah. hard. I'm out of here. This is where I'm at on Boiler. I don't think he's the man for the job. <laughs> I don't think he's an upper echelon, high caliber NBA coach that's going to take us where we want to go. But the difference is, I like him now. I didn't like him, and he was all that. Now he's all that, but I like him, so I'm rooting for him. Yeah, and I I want him to do well. You feel you feel me on yeah, that? I, yeah, I respect what he's doing, man. I mean, the other night I thought that that was cool. I liked tapping up the players. I liked the fact that he stood up for his guys. I liked the fact that he stood up to a coach like you know he didn't stand up to some no name coach. I mean, Doc Rivers has a lot of stature in this league, right? So you know, I mean, he stood up to Doc. Um, I just like that. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 what you want from your coach, right? I think in the beginning, the biggest thing we talked about is it didn't seem like he'd be able to win over this locker room with the suicides and the two-a-days and practicing after back-to-backs and the Sunday film sessions and all that stuff. Um, but when you go ahead and you do stuff like that, you see even Levine and them, they all loved it, right? So um, I thought it was cool. I'm not ready to still you know, 100% buy in on Boylan and what he's trying to do because I think games like last night ultimately end up frustrating me. But... Um, well, that's yeah. what I mean. I, I, like, you know, it's all good. I, is he the man to get us to the finals? Like, if we get Zion, is he the man I want leading the charge? No, I think probably he's, not. Right? I think he's of that same cloth of like a Scott Skiles type coach, where you have some young guys. He'll mold them in there. He might get you to forty wins, and then you know you go find somebody else who can put the finishing touches on it. But I don't think we should fall in love with them. You know, what I mean, I don't. I don't think we should be this quick to fall in love with them. We'll see what happens. Again, they still have games like last night that that really frustrate me to no end where Robin Lopez is getting 14 shots and, you know, stuff like that. Well, Rolo was cooking last night, dog. What you talking about? Why do we want him cooking against another tanking team? 
If there's games we need to lose, it's games against teams who we're trying to get the lower pick from. Well, listen, bro. Especially the I like the little I liked the little February thing. It was cool. The nice little run in February, <laughs> getting marketing in some run we talked about. I thought it was good character building and all that. Um, but now at this point in the season, I thought when, when Levine went down, he should have kept him down. And I think that in games like last night, Felicio should be getting thirty minutes. Big minutes. Thirty minutes in that game. You saw my boy you saw my boy Blakeney punching on people. Yeah. He should give him all, my, all the minutes, I think you too. should give the minutes to everybody that can help you lose against the Phoenix Suns because they're not trying to win games either. And at this point, you really need to start thinking about that draft pick. And, uh, you know, you don't want this to end up being some season where you win 25, 26 games and you end up with the fifth pick and you get Cam Reddish. You know what I mean? Or somebody like that. Like, I think the whole point of this draft is one of those top three picks. Yeah, I think – Look, we're we're right there in the mix. We're gonna be there by default because that's the type of that's the type of caliber we got. Yeah. Our players, whatever. We're gonna be in the mix. We got a shot to get a, a top three pick. It's already it's we're it's already locked. No, it's not locked. What, what do you mean? About? What are you talking about? The top three is a fourteen percent chance, right? Yeah, we don't have the third. We don't have one of the three worst records. But I th- don't the all don't the top bottom four get. They, we still get balls. It's just not we don't, we're just not in the fourteen percent. It's still like twelve percent or thirteen percent or something like that. I think there was something about if we fall into that fourth spot, we have a less a less chance. I'm not one hundred percent sure. Whatever. No, it is. we have a less chance, no doubt. But yeah. we still have a chance. So why don't why? But, but, so it, why it, but it's be, but it's not that much less. It's like a percentile or two. Or whatever. whatever. Every percentile matters. Yeah, we but, got lucky with D Rose. That's not going to happen twice again. What's the point? Why even mess around? Yeah. Okay. I feel Why you. even mess around? Yeah, we 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 we've already we've done there, been done that. Talk. Look about at what it. the Knicks are doing. The Knicks. The Knicks. I I, I tweeted out this morning. The Knicks are putting on a clinic in tanking. I think. Um. I don't know if I can find it, but Simmons had tweeted out each of the tanking teams' records over the last however many games it was. Yeah, the Knicks are and like the Knicks crazy, are like, like five and way or something. way better. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they're putting on a clinic in tanking. That's what we need to be doing at the end of the season here. Again, I like the little February run. It looked nice. It was good for morale. It showed that this team can win some games, can put together some nice stretches of play. But other than that, I mean, cool. Pack it in. These last ten games, pack it in. Yeah. I, so yeah, I like the Knicks. Over the last 41 games, the Knicks are 5 and 36. <laughs> this is beautiful. The Suns 10 and 31, Cavs 11 and 30, Grizz 12 and 29, Lakers 13 and 28, Mavs 13 and 28 and Pelicans 16 and 25. The Mavs and Pelicans aren't really trying to tank nor are the Lakers. So how do we have a better record than the Lake or the same record as the Lakers over the last 41 games? The Lakers have been trying to win games. Listen, I'm not going to get butthurt. You know how many months I've been butthurt over the tank and what we did last year? I, yeah, it's funny you're on the other side now. No, no, no. I'm not on the other side. Listen, I'm, on, I'm not on the other side, but. There's no point in winning games the, in the March. The difference between 14% and 12% is only a couple, and it's not as big a deal as it, it would have been last year, and it was last year. So we'll see where we end up. We can still We still have a good shot. At landing Zion and a, and and one of the top three or four guys. Yeah, we're gonna get Cam Reddish, who has a burner and has potential. So and we'll plays see. the same position as own that we owe another fifty million dollars to an auto porter. Easily, I think it's probably yeah. is it more than fifty? Well, no, I think it's just two years left on that. But, well, two and then an option on the fourth. Okay, I don't know yeah. whose option it is, but yeah, I hear you, man. It's just yeah. like again, 
if at the end of this we net Wendell Carter, Lloyd Markinen, and Cam Reddish. Yeah, because it's a lot of that's a lot of pain for Lori Market and Wendell Carter and Cam Reddish <laughs> and a PG. We'll we'll get a we'll, we'll get a free agent. Well, PG. Not, what free agent point guard? You saw that list that they talked about on the Athletic. Yeah, the other day. you know who we're gonna get is either gonna be Rubio or Collison. You heard it. The, it's be Rubio. They lo- they've loved Rubio forever. I think they love Rubio. Rubio is their is who they want. Or Collison. Yeah, Collison's fine if you have a good point guard in front of him. Yeah, Get me I mean, John Morant with that second pick. Like, get me John Morant right now. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move off this dead bulls topic because the season's over. We know what we got to do. John Morant. But I wanted to talk about Boylan because I wanted to make it clear. I still don't think he's the guy, but I like him now. I'm well, rooting for him he, now. He got into it with another coach last night. Did you see that uh, Kakovsky or whatever his name he is, the coach care. of the Suns? He wouldn't shake Boylan's hand. Because the Bulls were up 12 with like 40, 40 seconds left, out. right? He called a timeout and ran a play. Yeah. And, and Kakoski automatically fouled and just blew up the play. Yeah. And then uh, when it was time to shake hands, you see Boylan standing there like, you like know, this. I'm a, yeah. I'm, so he's just I'm, he's listen, pissing off some coaches. I'm on, I fuck that. I'm on the <laughs> team of you don't want people to run the score up, yeah. then play D. I have no problem with it. You want to, you don't want to, you have a problem with a dude coaching up a young team calling he's trying the timeout. Pl- yeah, yeah, he's who trying cares? to develop his players. And another bucket. Ah, it's forget about getting embarrassed in that spot. I'm not with that. And but we should have lost. You're a big baby for not shaking somebody's hand. You're a grown ass man and a coach in the NBA. Like, get out of here with that. That's some soft shit. Um, shut down Levine. Give Felicio 32 a game. And Blakeney. Give, Give Blakeney. my boy Blakeney some minutes, man. He Blakeney's, a bucket. If you start Blakeney, you can guarantee 0 for 10. 0 my, and 10. My boy Blakeney a basket. We'll lose the next 10 games. <laughs> All right, let's switch over to the Bears. The offseason, that shit, that free agency period is done. We signed Pat O'Donnell. Uh-huh. Um, he's been around. Good punter. I'm not mad at that. Um, we filled that safety spot with HaHa Clinton Dix. One year, three and a half million dollars. Thoughts on that? Yeah, that's fine. That's better than having to pay Amos, what, $8 million? Yeah, I'm fine with it. One thing that I did see is uh, someone was kind of criticizing Clinton Dix, and they were like, yeah, but he's never played with the amount of talent in the secondary that he'll be playing with in Chicago. And you know with safeties, I mean, if you're playing with other good players in the secondary, it can really elevate a safety's play. Um, obviously, you know, he's a he's a high-profile guy. He's got a high pedigree, so I got no problem with it. For sure. I like the contract. One-year deal. If he sucks, whatever. I love it. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah. I don't lo- I don't think he's great. Again, I think he's a name, and I think a lot of time his name is kind of bigger than he is as a player. Yeah. But I don't have a problem with it. Again, I like the number. We still got some money left over. I love it. Because you don't bury a ton of money in like a Earl Thomas. Yeah. Um which is really burying money. Yeah. Agreed. He might be a dog for another couple of years, but it's still burying cash. Might be. Um Amos is over not I don't want to say overpaid because I think he's a really no, good he got safer, paid. But he got paid. You just can't but you can't pay everybody. We don't wanna yeah, with Eddie coming up and all a couple you, other a guys. Quarterback coming up, coming up. Yeah, we don't wanna you have can't to, pay everybody. We don't want to bury money in, in the strong. Tariq safety, Cohen right? in a couple of years. Yeah. Right? So I'm not mad at that. The reason I love it, people were knocking a little I was the things I was reading on t- the athletic, ESPN, whoever, was ha is too much like Eddie Jackson. 
he's more of a playmaker and all yeah. that. And I think that works in our favor because we don't need run support. Our no. front seven doesn't need run support. Right. We don't need we don't need uh, Clinton Dix in the box yeah. smashing smashing people. Like, we right. don't need that. We want to be able to bring people off the edge, blitz, and have people that are in the secondary that, that can, can cover. That can make plays. That can make plays. Make plays yeah. And that's what Eddie Jackson and HaHa Clinton Dix are going to do right. together. Yeah. It's just going to amplify that, in my opinion. Exactly. I'm not worried about dudes coming down in the box and helping out with runs. Teams couldn't run he against us last year. Yeah. Right. He like, and he can do that enough. Right. Like, I'm excited to see him out in the secondary making plays. Another thing. One year, three and a half million dollar deal is perfect. Yeah, he could have went somewhere else for a multi year, but he's gonna try to come, and we're, we don't have to worry about a guy like Earl Thomas coming in, not focused, got paid, has some guaranteed money, is a little old, has a ring, has has a ring, <laughs> has no real motivation yeah. to keep playing ball, right? Yeah. Ha ha, Clinton Dix is gonna come in super motivated, right. try to earn to a little long term yeah. deal. Prove that he can fit in a big-time defense, make plays. I love the signing. That's yeah. exactly what we needed, and that's exactly what I expect him to come in and do. Yeah, I got no problem with it. Clay Matthews to the Rams, by the way. Really? Just came across, yep. Wow, number 52? Yeah, I mean, he's he's washed. He, he's been he, washed. He's, he's super washed. He's been, I wouldn't say he's been <laughs> washed, but he's been overrated for, for a, a little long, bit. He's been living off his name for like the last six years. State Farm commercials yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he's been a little overrated. You know. The Rams, for how much do you see? Probably not that much. I mean, I don't know how much love he has on the tank. Two-year deal with the Rams. Two-year oh, what? It doesn't say. And uh, Vontez signed with the Raiders. Perfect place. Yeah. Gruden's going to let him do whatever he wants to do. Gruden doesn't give a <laughs> Vontez. fuck. Vontez. Vontez. Oh, Vontez. Hey, perfect. A walking, unsportsmanlike conduct call. Yes. <laughs> He's, and, a, and a Sun Devil. He plays old school football. And a Sun he Devil. He's not reading no new rules, nah, no care. new manuals, nah. none of that. C-Man, see, see C-Man, see destroy man. House and I'll, and I'll pay <laughs> the fine line. I don't care. <laughs> I got money. <laughs> yeah, so I love the HaHa Clinton Dick signing, man. The Bama Boys is back there. Yep. I want to make some merch with the Bama Boys on there some way, somehow. Get yeah. that locked in. The elephant on there. Um, how would you grade the Ryan, Ryan Pace this summer? At incomplete. Incomplete. We still got that money he moved around, and there's still some of it left there. So, I mean, if that, is that Justin Houston money? I mean, where is that going to go? So, you know, I think it's incomplete for right now. Um, I don't know, man. I think with football, it's really hard to grade moves until it happens because it's not like basketball where you can just look at it and be like, oh, yeah, this fits perfectly. Like, you really got to see guys out there and how they play. Right. Because a lot of times you'll assemble names together and it sounds good and everybody looks good on paper, but it just doesn't work out. Like the Cleveland thing. Like, yo, on paper, the Browns look phenomenal. And I really don't see a whole bunch of scenarios in which it doesn't work out. But, again, how often have we seen teams where it's like, yo, this team's going to be crazy. Yeah. And it doesn't work point. out because football is just different. You know what I mean? There's so many other things that, that go into play. Um, so I'll give him a, a, a B minus B I'm mean, B minus. Yeah. Just cause it's incomplete. Nothing that's maybe be like, Oh wow. Like, damn, that's a great move. Like again, we signed, uh, that running back and then Tevin Coleman went the next day or two days later for a deal that I feel like we could have signed for a player that at least we know something about. But again, he might surprise us with this Mike Davis character. I honestly, since we're going to go back to the running back situation, I think for what Le'Veon went for, 
I would not have minded us picking that up. Really? That with the three years? Remember we what talked about like what would you pay? Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, if we can get a three year, like thirty five million guarantee, that's, that's exactly what he got. Yeah, I would have paid that. I would have paid the twelve million, eleven seven or whatever it is. I'm not sad not paying it though. It's not like I'm, I'm not, not sad. Yeah, it's not like yeah, it's not like damn. But it's like yeah, for sure. I'm we think, we're we're sitting here contemplating it when we thought it was going to be like forty two guaranteed, right? Like forty five. Like how do we figure that out? There was at one point people talking about it was going to be 50, right. 48. It ends up being 35 over three. Man, I don't know. I think I would have tried to tried to somehow maneuver that into the into the Possibly, fold. Yeah. But I think, you know what? I bet you him and Pace or Nagy and Pace are super together too. It's like, I don't know. That may be a little too much. Yeah, it's us. a running so back. At the end of the moving. day, it's like, yeah, you know. Right? Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, I'm going out to Miami tomorrow. I'm hopefully it's locked in right now to go to go uh, interview Jordan Howard. Tentatively, it's locked in, so hopefully that'll be coming soon. Be on the lookout for that. But I'm gonna ask him a couple questions about you know what I'm saying how he feels, yeah, how uh, where his mindset is. I honestly want to get the inside scoop of how running backs feel about the way people talk about running backs. That's probably a good question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. people just like, like yeah, when everybody says like yo, they just dismiss running backs. Yeah, like yeah. I, 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 like they literally I'll are like another. I could go get one off the street, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Like, how do y'all feel about that? Is that something they talk about in the running back community or whatever? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think that's going to be an interesting question. Anything else you want to see us add on the Bears? That we, not I wouldn't say we have a hole. I know we talked about depth. Is there any position you want to add to? Do you want to see another pass rush? Would you be mad if we picked up Lamar Houston? Depends on how much money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Depends on how much money. I mean, again. Do you think we need to add some some anything anything else though? Anywhere else? Do we need another I wouldn't matter I wouldn't be mad at another little wide out low key. Uh well, I mean, you're paying Allen Robinson a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Anthony Miller's developing and you're paying Taylor Gabriel. So that's three right there. Yeah. So, I mean, where's the, who? Who would be the fourth? I mean, how many how many balls are there to go around for the fourth guy? Fair. You know, unless you can get somebody who, unless you and get somebody who's like a great, yeah, and we got Trey Burton, Trey Burton and then you sign this other tight end, whoever his name is. Uh, oh no, you re-sign that guy, whatever his name is. They re-sign one of their tight ends, um, uh, and then we still got my boy, yeah. Then we still got my boy Shaheen. <laughs> That's your boy. Yeah. I'm not going. He made some this plays last year. We'll go. We'll hurt. see. Yeah, we'll see. Baby Gronk. I wouldn't mind adding another little corner to some depth. I know we got Buster, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think there's still time. God, what if Trubisky comes out and his lights out, bro? Yeah, we Super Bowl. <laughs> I was I was thinking about that the other day, just like randomly. Scenario, yeah, like what if Trubisky just comes out and is just a monster? If he's like golf was the first eight weeks of the season. Yeah, and that gets you rolling. I mean, golf sucked in the second half of the season they made it to the Super Bowl. So yeah, it gives uh, you a lot. I would give him more than a half. Yeah, Who, I golf? think golf played well. Nah, he played like three quarters, third, like week twelve yeah. or thirteen. Yeah, it was the Super Bowl. He was shook. Yeah, he was shook the last the whole rest of no, the season. No, he was shook. Yeah, but I mean the Super Bowl, he was extra shook. He won a zero part of that. Yeah, he looked, dude. Yeah, he looked so bad. Yeah. Um. All right, let's switch over to the White Sox. Yeah. I posted. Uh, speaking before, while we get into Chicago baseball. Uh, next week, I think I'm going to do a pile with that Cubs live dude. 
He's going to come on and do like a little Chicago Cubs preview before the season. Opening day is March 28th for the MLB. So he's going to talk about, you know what I'm saying, what he, how he feels going into the year. Our bullpen gets hurt every day. Someone's either a hammy, stroke Didn't Darvish is hurt. Get hurt today? Darvish went out with a blister today, I believe. So Amen. I'm going to talk to him about the pitching. Y'all won your World Series. Just take it and keep it and keep moving. <laughs> I want to get his opinion on John Lester, too, because, I mean, I hate to keep putting this in the atmosphere, but I think John Lester falls off a cliff this year. It's, I mean, you're, yeah, we've been waiting. I, I, I think this year is the year. I think, I think he falls off a cliff. So I'm going to talk to him about that. But I'm Lester gonna... doesn't rely on, like, I mean, he's more crafty, right? Or is Lester more? I mean, he's uh, a lefty that throws 92, 93. Yeah, I mean, he's he a lefty. It. He's, I mean, he's lefty. Yeah, he'll I mean. Be right. He'll be around. But. Okay, this, we'll see, right? So, I want to talk to him about that. Uh, Cubs Live. Check him out on Twitter, at Cubs underscore live. Uh, he posts a lot of dope content. He's super locked in on the Cubs. So, we're going to talk about that coming next week for uh, opening day. But, I posted something on Instagram today. From a couple episodes ago, we talked about the White Sox and having hope and how if they would have signed Machado, at the very least... That gives the fan base some energy, something to go watch on the south side, something to go check out if you're going to yeah. go watch a White Sox game. Right. And the reason I posted it because Mike Trout signs for 12 years, $430 million, and I instantly thought, like, at the very least, the Angels have that dude for the next decade. Right. You know what I mean? They could at least be like, I'm going to go watch Trout tonight. Right. Let's go see what Trout's doing, whatever. Then I started thinking, how are the Whites, like, like, is anybody going to go to the game? Is there going to be 2,000 people in the stadium? Wasn't there? There was that game. There was, like, 700 people there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. How, who is going to show up at these games? Yeah, and I don't know what you're going to sell um, to your fans either because uh, what's his boy? What's his name? Um, Jimenez isn't going to come up for a minute so it's like yeah you're going to have really Kopech's not pitching this year so you couldn't sell that that's when they sold tickets last year um, it's going to be a tough time so I wanted to do some. I wanted us to talk about what are some White Sox promo night ideas and I got a couple jotted down you want me to kick, kick it off Go ahead. okay first off this is a no brainer you need the White Sox Kenny, call me. Y'all talk to the marketing department. Y'all need to do dollar hot dog, dollar beer nights. That was one of mine. And beers, though. I was gonna say or, two or two dollar beers. I was gonna say two dollar beers and then like two or three dollar hot dogs. No, like no, that. no, no, no. Dollar hot dogs. Dollar dogs. Two dollar beers. Two dollar beers. Right. Easy. And and I don't sign me up. And I don't want it on Tuesday. But sign me up. Make it on Thursday, Friday, or Friday Saturday. night. Sunday afternoon. Friday night. Friday night. Guess what? We get out about 10 o'clock. You can go straight to the club after drinking dollar beers and eating dollar hot dogs. Like, yeah. yeah. Easy. Man, talk to River. Figure out who the alderman in River North is. Set up some shuttles from Comiskey to, like, and anything, I'm sure bro. the math makes sense. Like, charge regular price for the tickets. Charge regular price for the parking. Right, but, but two dollar beers and make it Miller Light if you have to. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, of don't course. get picky. I'd you don't have to do it. Hey, we'll be there. A hundred percent. Dollar hot dogs, two dollar beers on a Friday I'd night. Be there. Lock in. Facts. And the and, weather was nice. And pick like August, Boston in town. <laughs> yeah. 
pick right. pick someone that's like don't give me yeah. well, don't I mean, give me the Orioles. You don't even have to go that far. Don't don't give me the Royals, but you don't have to go that far. You know what I mean? You could do it against a regular team. You don't got to give up your premium tickets that you're going to sell anyways. Like you're going to sell Red Sox tickets to the I Red guess Sox, that's true, right? the defending World Series champs. Right. If you told me, hey, for some interleague game though, like hey, we're playing the Pittsburgh Pirates. We don't play them too often at the cell. Come on down. Two dollar beers, dollar fifty hot dogs, whatever. Make it. Why regular. you keep trying to charge the? Why you keep trying to make money? They gotta make money. They gotta make money. Why you keep trying to upcharge the hot dogs? Because I want it to be practical. Like how I much are they spending for hot I want dogs? To be practical. Bro, it's a hot dog with a bun on it. I want it to be practical. Well, how about a dollar hot dogs, dollar fifty polishes or something? That'd be two dollar. You feel me? If you want grilled onions, it's a buck seventy-five. Bro, how about you <laughs> eat the money on the hot dogs and make the money yeah. on the, on something else or you do that, and you also take some of the premium items that they have for food, because then you know the food is better there, hands down. Hands down. So they got some of the premium items. You lower some of those. You know what I mean? The bacon on the stick, which is like seven dollars, which is fire. You know what I'm saying? But make that like four dollars that day. Just lower everything. Just fifty percent off food right. or something. Right. What else you got? Couple that with this. Yeah. Bring your kids for free. Bring the kids for free. That's a great idea, bro. Bring the kids. If you want to tell me who has a kid that me and my my girl and I can go to a game where we could potentially, if you ran it with the with the dollar beers, but you might not want to bring the kids into the dollar beer environment. Okay, I get that. <laughs> not on a Friday night. That's really bad. Yeah, like disco night all over again. Yeah. But um, you mean to tell me if I got a couple kids and I can bring them to a Sox game with the tickets are already cheap, discount the parking on that day, right? Family and I can bring night. the kids for. 30 bucks? What age? What's the cutoff? Uh, 13. Wow. So 12-year-olds. Because here's the thing that you do with that, right? Because they need to have a long-term plan here. You got to get the kids to be fans right now. The Cubs are oh, the Cubs up. sell tickets. Why? Because kids grow up Cubs fans. Yeah, facts. You come out the womb with the Cubs bib, like you're going to games. You know about Wrigley. Your name is Clark. Like whatever the fuck. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like You know what I mean? Addison, I don't give a fuck. But... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you bring, <laughs> yo, yo, you bring, you bring. almost just died, bro. Yeah, you, he said. You said the dog's name is Addison and the son's name is Clark. Clark yeah, all day. <laughs> the cat's name is Wrigley. You know what I mean? So like, in, yeah. Uh, so oh you God. you get the kids involved early. That was so funny. Because again, and you don't need to give them the hundred levels where we sat for the perfect game. You can give the threes and the fives. You you can give away the fives. You charge $7 a ticket anyways. You know what I mean? Go ahead and give that away. Yeah. What do you got? I love that idea. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, like, but I know we're joking around, and this is funny. This is some shit they need to explore. 100%. You got to wait. You're losing money anyway, so don't worry about how much money you're going to lose. This is is something you need to explore. You're not paying Machado this year, so go ahead and spend that money. The payroll's already going to be in the toilet. Yeah. This is something y'all need to look at. And I would real. go. If you told me I could bring my kid for free or my girl and I can go to a game and get dollar. First off, we could get dollar. We get a crew right now. Right now. And easily, here's the crazy thing. We would spend the same amount of money that we would spend if it was regular priced everything else. That's such a good point. If not more. Because we go to a game now, I'm not thinking about drinking like yeah. that. Not Facts. for $8 a beer. It's like, bro, what's it cost me? Eight. Nine, ten? Eight. How much is it? Eleven now? 
10? At Wrigley, it's at least 10. Bro, so, so it's, it's probably gonna, like eight, so at 9. It's going to cost me $9.25. $70, plus tips and all that and food. It's going to cost me over $100 to eat and drink at the game if I really want to like get it in. Right? So with dollar beer, so I wouldn't spend that. I'm not going to do that. Right. So I'll probably spend 30. You're I mean, having a beer like in the first, in the fifth, and then maybe like maybe one, one more before close, or maybe right. if I'm thinking hey, we'll be at the bar in a couple hours, right. I can hold it. I you can know chill. what I mean? Because right. it's a waste of $10. Yeah. And maybe one hot dog. Why not give me all that? And then I'm inclined to buy more. Then I'm inclined to buy premium food items. And then what else am I inclined to buy? Gear. Because I got all this money. I'm, people are going to spend what they're going to spend regardless. You know what I, I mean? I think it fill, just, fill the bucket. I think it's just one of those things where you're associating having a good time in the yeah. White Sox. Yeah. Which right now is not a it's thing. not the thing. You're associating, let's get the homies together, go to Comiskey, guaranteed rate, yeah. watch the game, have a good time, and then you're looking back like, yo, that was a great time. Yeah, we should do that again. We should do that next month. Then you get the bachelor party crowd. Then like, you like, get all that, yeah. All that, right? So, like, because right now, good time and White Sox are not in any of the same right. sentences, period. Well, and here's the thing. You have a good park with great amenities, right? Yeah. So it's not like you have, like, oh, we're bringing them to this dump. Like, everybody who goes will tell you, like, it's a great park. There's great amenities. It's easy to get. It's it, you can park. You know what I mean. It's not like going, going to Wrigley is a pain in the ass. Let's keep it one hundred. I mean, going to Wrigley if you don't live down there, it's just a pain in general, bro. There's a lot going if on. If you can't take the train, if you it's can't a pain. take the train, it's it's dead. It's a yeah. wrap. You're yeah. over with. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Facts. You know what I mean? Um, which for us has never been an issue, but for a lot of people, that's an issue. Yeah. Like I work with people and they're like, oh, I went to a Cubs game and they live in like Downers Grove. I'm like, it's how like do you do that? It's a huge. Like, what, in a hotel? Like, what you? Was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that sucks. Yeah. But um, yeah. So you bring the family night. Bring the. You know what? Buy one ticket. You can bring a family ticket price. That's what it costs. Up to four people. Up to four people. One price. I like Family it. Family ticket bundle. I like it. My guy in the chat, Sid B, said they should look at doing another collab with Chance on merch or with another dope brand in the city. They, I they they fumbled the Chance thing. They they have them in their hands. I no, but I, I bet you they, they could, did the hats. But I bet you they could come back up with that. Like, yo, Chance designed a T-shirt, or and we giving it away for free tonight to yeah, the first however many thousand fans. Exactly, come in. like some stuff like that. Like, make it dope. Like for real. Shout out Sid, man. I appreciate or that. I like that Chance shirt. Right. Every fan gets one if the game sells out. Because now you're telling your people, hey, buy a ticket, man. This shit sells out. We get a shirt. Whoop the whoop that day. It's a one of a time exclusive shirt. Like people, Something. I just talked about the parade. People like free shit, like giveaway type shit. You know what I mean? Bring I mean, them it in. It doesn't even have to be a sellout, bro. But yeah. I think there's a lot of different things. I mean, and obviously we don't know what they're going to do coming yeah. up. Like, but they're going to need to do something like that. I don't think they're going to do anything drastic. What else do I got written down here? I, man, I, I was like, throw some concerts in the parking lot. I was just. Throw yeah. a concert in the parking lot. And if you buy. A ticket to the game, you get to go free entry into the the concert, yeah, or something like that. Bring a comedian, anything. Have somebody come sell jokes I mean, to the seventh like, inning stretch. <laughs> Yo, have a comedian come. You know who's a, Kevin Hart's available. <laughs> He'll show up. You know what I mean? Check involved, but yeah, have somebody come and tell jokes. Have, I mean, dude, I really think you need to go you into need the family. Do- you got to tap into that family vibe, and like you said, you got to tap into the young people vibe. You need to do so, stuff like, bring the that's free, yeah. not. Bring a bunch of food trucks into the parking lot and let people tailgate awesome. and 
and if you have a ticket to the game, you get fifty percent off of the yeah. the food the food trucks. Yeah, stuff like that. Focus I mean, on the inner city, bro. They Go need to and get. We got the whole South Side of Chicago at your disposal. For, I mean, you got a lot real. going on, and the area around the park is completely different now. Like, there's shit to do down there now. Remember, there used to be nothing to do. Yeah. There's tons of shit to do down there. So, I mean, exploit that. You got the whole situation going if on. If you got a Southside address on your ID, you get a certain percent off tickets. Fucking have taco night. Anything that. like that, bro. All that, bro. Anything like that. Because don't, don't. you could... I, I'm a firm believer in that if you're... If something... You can always turn like a negative. You can spin it. There's always a way to yeah. spin it and capitalize off it, right? We're a shit team. We don't have nothing really popping right now. We got some young prospects. Some are hurt, but we're we're we're, we're getting there. But in the meantime, come to guaranteed to have a good time. Yeah, like simple as fun. that. Yeah, like come have some fun and be known as the spot that we're. Oh, yo, man, I went to guaranteed the other day. That shit was fun as yeah. fuck, bro. We had a good ass time. We didn't spend that much money. They didn't. They 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 didn't take advantage of us on the food on the all. I the sent drink. you that article that they talked about. I think it was at Pittsburgh Pirates games or something like that, where they lowered the food costs to like regular food costs, and now yeah. they're actually making more money on uh, concessions. Which I don't know if that'll work in Chicago, but yeah, stuff like that. I mean, like you said, you got to bring people there. You got to bring families there. You got to bring young people there, um, and make it fun. Facts. And I mean, you got the exploding scoreboard. People love that shit. Like, shoot more. If you ever been in there when it's packed, it's a good time. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? We've been in there when there's a lot of people in there. So, I mean, there's some things they can do. There's a lot of things they there's can do. There's a lot of things they can do. I but think I if, love, you're I not gonna pr- if you're not going to produce a good baseball team, produce an unbeatable atmosphere where and then people want to go when you do have a good team. Now you have a fan base. There you go. You got to spend some money, though. Holler at us on the. Holler at us. Yeah. The marketing department needs to holler at yeah, us. Yeah, come got, holler at us, man. We're available, man. Man, for real. <laughs> free to see some tickets. I'm good, man. <laughs> Straight like that. All right, let's move over to, like, this national roundup. Mm-hmm. Smart Madness. It's Zion. That's what it's to me. Completely different team without Zion, and then he comes back. And How you feel about March Madness right now? What are you? What's, are you excited about oh, it I love coming March up? Madness. I don't watch college. I love March Madness though. I love the tournament. Um, usually, I'm not gonna do it this year, but usually I take off work for like a day, yeah. one of the first two days, and I'll just sit and watch all day. Um, and again, I'm not even like a college hoops fan at Shout all. Shout out, Edder's gonna be in Vegas. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Um, I love it, man. I'm all about it. I'm ready. I'm excited about this year, too. Why? Because the, Bull, the Bulls have a high pick, so we're going to see some players that we might be picking. Um, I don't know. Like The last couple of weeks, I have been watching a lot of college ball. I think it's because I've been betting on it, but I have been watching it. I've been enjoying it. You know what I mean? I'm um, so not locked yeah. in, bro. I'm not super locked in either, but there's certain players I want to watch. I didn't really watch Zion a ton this year, um, so I've really been watching him a lot those last few games. Um. Yeah. Just. Just kind of. Is Morant? Is Morant even in the joint? Yeah, bro. They, they're they playing won- against. Uh, dude. They're. I miss this game. They're playing against Marquette. So they're playing against my man from Marquette that averages twenty five a game. Marcus Howard. Oh, okay. Wait. Yeah. So it's Morant versus Howard. Where is that at? Uh, I'm not sure. It's actually. It's so sickening that we like Chicago doesn't have NCAA tournament games every year. It's sickening that the state of Illinois produced one. NCAA tournament team. And we're in one of the most talent-rich basketball cities in America. 
We talk about. And we were that. just talking about that the other day about that uh, when we were talking about the Evanston State title game. Shout out Evanston, losing but finishing. Yeah, finish second in the state, yeah, state four A, runner up, man. Yeah, but this dude run. on Belleville, right? He's the number one player in the state, fortieth recruit overall in the nation. Monster going to Ohio State. That's what it is, man. Going to Ohio State, you know. That's so yeah, U of I, man, needs to get it together, bro. I don't know how they don't get any of these kids, but uh, it's what it is. Yo, Sid B, another great comment in the chat says, "I didn't believe in, I didn't believe the Zion hype until he returned from the injury. I believed in the hype, but when he came back from the injury and did what he did in the ACC tournament, yeah, that's the only that's the only college hoops I've been watching is Duke. Mm-hmm. He was just a different guy." He, you know how you look at elite talent, and then you look at there's like the elite of the elite talent on the floor. Yeah. He was hands, he was head and shoulders, just by far the best player on yeah, the floor. Period. Yeah. The reason I'm looking forward to the tournament is because of Zion Williamson, and I'm looking forward. He is that player that can have the tournament like Jimmer Fredette. Yeah. There's just that one guy where you lock in, and he's just taking over every game. And I think he can do that. The Steph Curry, yeah. that type of shit. Right. I just worry if he doesn't have a good game. I don't know about the rest of those guys. I like R.J. Barrett, too. Um, R.J. Barrett tried to lose a, them the game the other night. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. Well, R.J. Barrett is an NBA player. I mean, you watch it. He's, he, you know he's going to score 15 to 20 in the league when, as soon as he comes in. But um, they just didn't look like the same team without Zion. So I'd be worried if he's not having a great game. But, again, the way he plays, man, it's not like he needs to shoot the ball well. You know what I mean? And I don't think there's going to be any defense that can really stop him from doing what exactly what it is that he does. He's at the rack yeah. anytime, anytime he wants. He wants. His, his motor is OD. Yeah. So that's why I'm looking forward to the tournament. And that's the only reason I'm looking forward to the tournament because he he has the potential to make one of those magical runs where you're just enthralled and you have to tune in. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you've been betting a lot of college ball, you said? Yeah, I'm not doing too hot. I saw the Action Network was running a little uh, yeah, 60% yeah, yeah, off yeah, for yeah, the yeah. tournament or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got smacked around the last couple of weeks. Is but. that what you've been going off of? That's what you've been making your picks? What? The Action Network? I use the Action Network, yeah. I mean, I look at it. I try to see where the money's going. Um, but at the end of the day, bro, you know like I know, man. That shit is there's, – there's no real strategy, man. You 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 know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you just got to find shit that you like and try to go for it. But yeah. you, can, you can try to strategize all you want. If Let's check it out. If there was a winning strategy, people, that's all that – people would be doing it all day long. So, I mean – Yeah, I mean, yeah. the the best in the world are sports betting at 57%. Yeah. The, the best. best in the world. The so, best. So, yeah, it's yeah. tough, bro. It's really, 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 really tough. Mm-hmm. March Madness is always fun because I don't know what it is, man. The older I've gotten, I'm super locked on the NBA. I'm super locked on the NFL. I used to be so locked on everything. Like college ball, I was locked. MLB, I was locked. Like yeah. it just went stages by it went just like just season by season. But yeah, I'm not as I'm not as into I remember it's so funny because I remember reading um Haralibus Vulgaris' Twitter mm-hmm. like six or seven years ago. And he said, I, I don't watch any college hoops. I'm all NBA. And I'm like, man, how? Like, oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I'm like that now. Yeah. I'm not watching Marquette. I'm not watching Purdue, Michigan. Yeah. Just not doing it. Like, it doesn't. I, mean, I, I, I did much- watch that Michigan, Michigan State the other night. 
the, yeah. the Big Ten final. That yeah. was dope. It was yeah. Sunday afternoon, so that was one of the things. But I mean, I watch. I got league pass, so I watch. I watch. It's a ton all of NBA. NBA I watch a lot of NBA ball, and I watch like I watch meaningless NBA ball because I just love the NBA. That's what I'm saying. I'm I feel like with the NBA, you can always find a reason to watch. There's certain teams I I, I won't watch. Like I'm not going to watch Cleveland. I'm not going to watch the Knicks. But you can always find a reason to watch certain teams. No doubt. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is an interesting story. This team could be good in a couple of years. Like, I won't watch the Washington Wizards. I can't wait to watch the East final, uh, the East playoffs. It's going to be great. You see Giannis at 52 the other night? Yeah, he's an animal. Yeah. MVP. MVP. I can't wait to watch them on the East side. Um. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Who you that. got out the East now? Man, who we knows, this, We talk about this every week. But. I know. Who knows? <laughs> who knows, bro? Who Honestly, who knows? It's going to depend on the matchups. I know Boston's look dead, but they could just wake up. I really believe that in a seven-game series, they could wake up. Going to the Boston Garden is going to be very tough for people to do. Right now, they're in that matchup with Indiana. I think that uh, they, they would might, beat the Pacers. Yeah, they're going to beat the Pacers, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, they would beat the Pacers. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. Look at the Heat jumped into that eight spot, huh? Seven and three in their last ten. Yo, I got a question. Shut so up, Spo. Hold on, because we're gonna because we're gonna move over to the NBA here in yeah. a second. Before we do that, <coughs> does Zion? Do you offer Zion the type of sneaker deal that LeBron got coming out? Zion gets the biggest sneaker deal in the history of uh, the sport. No or doubt. For an entry-level deal. You wouldn't even no, – no doubt about it. Zion Williamson gets the highest deal. My man's has 2.2 million Instagram followers coming into college as a high school student. There's never been this much hype around a player um, because of this era that we're in where you can hype people up through social media and all that. LeBron didn't have that benefit. You know, LeBron was super famous. Everybody knew who LeBron was, but – Everybody knows who Zion is. We've known who Zion is. We've had clips of him. He's all over the place. So, I mean, yeah, I think that by far he's, he's, he's super marketable. And he's polished. You know what I mean? Polished how? Do you mean like when he gets on the mic? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, it's not like he, he's ready to go. He's ready to be in a commercial. He's got a great personality. Like when you hear him talk and stuff like that, he just sounds like a cool guy, engaging guy. Like, yeah, man, I like, I like, you know, he's, yeah, he's ready to go. It's not like he's just like some freak athlete, but it's like, all right, right. We, need, we need to, you know, put him through the Nike, the Nike touch. Because <laughs> you even had to do that with LeBron a little bit. You know what I mean? You kind of had to get LeBron ready for all that. But, uh, no, Zion has that full-on Duke media training, man. He's ready to go. He's yeah. ready to go. Yeah. So, I think, he, yeah. I rem- when he blew through his shoes and all this shit he's doing, I was like, all this does is add to the, the mystique of this dude. Well, what I thought was funny when he blew through his shoe, then the next game when he well, when he came back, they're like, "Yeah, Nike brought him down and invented a, and made a custom shoe for him." And I'm like, "That's not a there's not a issue with that." Like, I understand Nike sponsors Duke, but like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no type of red flags raised with the fact that Nike's <laughs> over here custom making shoes for Zion, and you know, there was like a little hoopla that in his <laughs> um in one of his stories he posted, he was rocking all Adidas stuff, and they were saying like, should that be a big deal? No, he's not. He's not signed it. But LeBron, I'm not, I mean, LeBron was wearing Adidas. Or was it? Or is that leverage for Nike? Like, yo, you need to come with that bag. Who would you sign with? Nike. Always. Always. You a Nike over Adidas guy? I'm Nike over anything. Nike's the, the infrastructure. Best, I agree. I think Adidas worked out real well for like Harden, but they marketed Harden differently. They didn't market Harden basketball wise. They marketed like Harden the guy. But if you're gonna be on a brand like that, you can't. 
you can't share the spotlight on Adidas. You know what I mean? I think Whoa, you can share he, the spotlight on Nike. Ah, I got you. So, like, Harden is Adidas' guy. Adidas is They not, have no other guy. Adidas is not. Well, him and Dame. They have no other guy. Harden is but, their. <laughs> and Dame, and Dame, Dame is, is a second, and Dame's very marketable, but Harden is their, is their, is their guy. Dame is not. And Dame, well, and, uh, okay, okay. Let's like that. You have room for Dame up there, too, but they don't have a bunch of guys. Nike has a roster. Yeah, you can share with the. You can I got share you. because Nike, Durant, LeBron, Nike has Kyrie, the, yeah, Nike has the infrastructure PG. to support each person as if they're their own thing. You know, like LeBron isn't bother isn't sharing any spotlight with Paul George or anybody else on Nike shit. Look at Jordan; they got Westbrook. They had Melo. Melo's gone. Yeah, CP three. CP three is not really selling it's sneakers. Russell. It's Russell. Interesting. They're not going to have another one, but Nike is so all over the place with everything that you know i feel like yeah you don't you still feel that individual shit from nike plus oh, that's a good nike point. my boy ashoka just said that uh adidas got kanye but it's different it's, it's different the that's the same way they market harden though it's different silos it's the lifestyle shit look at their commercials and shit they put out on harden harden's like a more lifestyle thing it's not like buy james harden sick-ass basketball shoes even the shoes he put out were like when the shoes put out last year? I'm never wearing. I used to rock Adidas basketball, yeah. and it's just not what's up. Your ankles needs to go out. Yeah, but um, Adidas fuck yo. The biggest, the worst thing that ever happened to Adidas was Derrick Rose's injury. You know what I mean? Like that was that that threw off their whole trajectory because that left them with Dwight Howard. Don't don't even bring that. Dude's but that was their number. That was their number don't two. Don't say back that then. dude's name in this. That was their number space, two bro. back that then. Dude is a, that was their number clown. two back then. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I saw Nike makes the best shit. Sign with Nike. Call today. You're okay, this is a perfect transition into the NBA talk. <clears throat> Before we get out of here, let's close with some NBA. We already know how we how much we love the NBA. I got a couple couple questions that have been on my mind the last I don't know twenty four hours with. Dirk passing um, Wilt on the all-time scoring list last night. And then I have another question for you. But Dirk passes Wilt, what is for fifth all-time or sixth all-time? Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, it was, something like that, yeah. right? He's, he's up there now. Yep. It's like him, Mike, Kobe, LeBron. Yeah. Carl um, Malone. Like, he's up there. Kareem. Is Dirk underappreciated? No. You don't think so? You think he's celebrated enough? Yeah, I think Dirk Nowitzki is considered the greatest European basketball ever player ever to play in the NBA. I think he's celebrated. People love Dirk. No. <clears throat> I mean, if you want to look at it over the last few years, yeah, it's just because he's been in the league, but he hasn't been a superstar. But when it's all said and done, yeah, I don't know. I don't, Dirk's not underappreciated at all. Not at all. I think Dwayne Wade is underappreciated. What? Yep. What? Even though he's got the media no, tour, for the bro. type of for how good Dwayne no, Wade no, was, no, good, was yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. nah, nah, bro. Also, since you want to bring D Wade in the fold, don't give D, me D Wade overrated. D Wade is definitely not uh, overrated. He's definitely not underappreciated. He's, he's right where he rated. needs to be. Wow. The thing I would, the reason I would say Dirk is a little underrated is because he never had the help a lot of these other cats had. He changed the game. First off, you know what I think a signature thing that, like a game-changing move, like Ginobili will be remembered for bringing that Euro step. Yeah. Like people weren't doing that. Yeah. That one-legged fadeaway 
before Dirk was doing that, nobody was doing that. That was just a move that was unheard of. So I don't think he gets enough credit for that type of stuff. He won a title. He legit won a title in the singular year that only window he could win a title. And he didn't have a ton of help in that on that team. He did? You are you gonna you're gonna argue me that he had that a ton a of help on team. that team? Was it the year that they made the trade for J Kidd? Yeah. Yeah. He's on that they team. They made a midseason trade for J Kidd. Yeah. Jason Terry was on that team. Mike Finley was on that team. Um, bro, fucking uh Josh Howard. Josh Howard was a monster. Josh Howard was an all star that year. And Dirk Nowitzki. It's not like he wasn't going against the Warriors. You didn't have super teams at that point I, in time. I, well, no, I'm sorry. They beat the Heat. They beat the Heat. The Heat but, yeah. was a super but other team than that, you're acting like, I mean, that was a good squad, bro. It was a, it was but a I'll good say squad. this. And they had a great coach in Carlisle. I'll say this. I think the Dirk is properly rated. I don't think in our lifetime we will ever see, especially a basketball player, that has ever been more validated, had the narrative change around them more, right? has been the bigger beneficiary of winning a title than Dirk Nowitzki. The way that we would be talking about Dirk if he never... Don't you remember we used to talk about Durkin? You and I used to talk about that. He's yeah. Durkin right now. He's out there Durkin. That was not showing up in the playoffs. Yeah. Not playing defense. Not playing any Being D. seven feet and averaging seven six footer, rebounds. Never contested any shots. Yeah. Never Durkin. W- wasn't rebounding enough. All polished. No, like, yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing there, right? Dirk won a title. Whole narrative on him flipped. He knew that. That's why he ran to the back in the locker room and hugged the basketball for 10 minutes. I mean, they're going to leave me alone now. Dirk was becoming one of those guys because the Mavs were good. The Mavs were good. They lost. They won 64 games and then lost in the first round to an eighth seed. So he's appreciated just enough. They lost in the first round round to an eighth seed. They did. After a game in which they was using in which they won six. I think they won 67 games that year. So it was something crazy. Something crazy. Let me look that up. So they've had good teams. So I, I actually wholeheartedly disagree. That was always the biggest thing. The Mavs were great teams. They always came up short. So I disagree. That team Those had B. Diddy on it, though. Huh? That team had B. Diddy on it. Boom Diddy. They had Stack Jack. They had Al get buckets Harrington. They had, uh, who else was on that squad? My, I think Monte was on that squad getting buckets. The Mississippi Bandit, Monte Ellis. I don't think those, Dirk was not a one-man show, bro. Those Dallas squads. Talk he, to they me had about wits. how Dwayne Wade is overrated, though. Underrated? He won, th- yeah, underrated. He won three rings. One was with Shaq, where he did ball out OD. Balled the fuck out. That team was good, too, though. Because I just think that Dirk, I think that Dwayne Wade, if you look at, like, I think you can only take, like, six to seven years of his career. And he was phenomenal, in my opinion. I mean, he was great. He was a two-guard that didn't shoot the ball. He never shot threes, and he was putting up 27 points a game. I mean, he was great. Will that ever happen again? What are you looking at, Dwayne Wade? Yeah. But, like, yo, if we're going to keep it all the way 100, what else was he doing that was super elite outside of scoring? He's the time? best shot-blocking two-guard of all time. He, Yeah. He... He played great defense, yeah. and you're 100 percent right on that. That's not downplay playing great defense. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, play, yeah, yeah, it's not like you're saying he was no, a great no, no. bench player. I mean, look at the he played great about. defense. He played hard, but what I'm, in other words, I'm not downplaying his defensive skill and him scoring the rock and him going for like five and five. But I think he's appreciated plenty. Bro. Yeah, I think he's appreciated plenty. I just feel like I don't know. I mean, and if we're gonna get real gutter with it, his whole personal life gets swept under the rug all day. No one, the, 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 no one ever brings that he's up. Good. He did what he had to do. <laughs> well, no, the first situation wasn't on him. 
what are you talking about? Is it his baby mama the first one? Well, I mean, like... Or the illegitimate child. He, he gets treated... He's treated in the media as a really good, wholesome dude, and like, he's in a lot of OD shit. What? He had a, he had an illegitimate child? So what? Half the league has an illegitimate yeah, no. child. <laughs> you serious about this? No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, he doesn't... He doesn't get that slander that he could definitely get. Well, remember, there was a shit where he had the divorce, right? And his ex-wife, and he got custody. You know how hard it is for a man to get custody? Yeah, he like, did get custody bro, on that. And his ex-wife, she had oh, she went through a dozen lawyers. Lawyers were firing her from fucking getting Dwayne Wade money. I mean, come on now. Yeah, there was that stretch from 0506 mm-hmm. through... Dumb numbers. O- 010. <laughs> he was going like 25 a night, 28 a night, 27 a night, 27 a night. <laughs> Without went, shooting threes. He what went, was his three-point attempts per night? He went for 30 a night in 08. And with how many threes per game? Three-point attempt, uh, three and a half when he scored 30, but everything else was under two. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and he was shooting 30% when he went for 30, so he wasn't hitting a minute. He wasn't hitting. He was, yeah, he didn't yeah. even need to shoot threes, and he was giving you 27 a night. But yeah, hitting, I, hitting the rack, I, I would the argue cup. with you that he's plenty... He's plenty celebrated. They call him the second best two guard or the third best two guard of all time. So yeah. I think he's plenty celebrated. So I don't know where you're getting that from. I just feel like he'll be forgotten. I don't why? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. So this is another question. Who's underappreciated more? So you don't think Dirk is underappreciated. I th- I I think Dirk's a little underappreciated. I, I love is him or Tim Duncan? What, this Tim Duncan? Yeah. You knew this? Because no one underappreciates Tim Duncan more than you. Well, yeah, I don't appreciate Tim yeah, Duncan. Yeah, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> your worst sports take of all your sports takes. Yeah, I don't appreciate it. Tim Duncan was a great player. Let me tell you. I don't love him right, like that. Okay, here's what happened. I don't with, love you like let's that, Let's talk man. about the difference between Tim Duncan and Dirk Nowitzki right now. You know what you had to do for Dirk? Find the right combination of teammates for him to win. You know what you had to do with Tim Duncan? Put him on a team. He could play with anybody. He won championships in three eras. Early stage Tim Duncan with David Robinson. Mid stage Tim Duncan where he was the best, one of the best players in the league. Late stage Tim Duncan with Kawhi Leonard. He was always in a, with a, in a really good situation. Stop it, bro. Was, was he, he was not? All, he, sure, but he made was it he way not? better. Yeah, no. He's he a- made it way better. Bro, Tim Duncan is a phenomenal defensive player. Okay, so where does Tim Duncan rank? Working it, working your all time list. It's too I, hard. I hate uh, on the spot all time list. Go. I need to look because you're gonna no, no, never no, no, leave no. somebody out. No, no, no. no. Is he a top ten caliber player? Is that what you're asking me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Consummate winner. Great numbers to go with him. What else do you want? Pull, you want to pull up some numbers? Pull up Tim Duncan's numbers while you're I, I will. I it will. might not have been fun to watch. He was giving me. He was giving twenty seven and 14, 27, 13 blocks. Over 50% assists. Yo, he almost had a... Didn't he almost have a freaking um, a quadruple double in a playoff game? Yeah, he almost had a quadruple double in a playoff game. No, Tim Duncan was a problem. No, he, a problem. <laughs> the problem. Tim Duncan was a problem. And he did it for like 28 years. <laughs> I mean, he averaged a double-double. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10... 11, 12, 13 years in a row. That's <laughs> stupid, bro. With with eight with 18 plus a game from 97 to 2010. I mean, he's a great. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> What's <laughs> his career averages? His career averages 19 points a game. 
11 rebounds. That's crazy. Well, go to those monster Tim Duncan years, like those first like six or seven years. Like what were his stupid years where he just put up silly numbers and efficiency? Oh one. What was he doing? 26 and 13. How many blocks? On 51% shooting. Two and a half blocks. Three. Yeah. He's at two and a half blocks almost his, his life. whole his whole life. <laughs> his career, he averaged 2.2 blocks. That's crazy. Yeah, no doubt. Playoff. Go to the playoffs numbers. Come on, man. Stop playing games. You're, you're, you're crazy on this. Your Tim Duncan take will never get any traction with me. <laughs> it just won't. No, it doesn't deserve any traction. It I doesn't. Just, I just didn't rock with him because I thought he was super boring. And Let me ask you this. Yeah. If you had a chance to get – I mean, that's not even I – mean, that's a dumb question. I know the answer to it. But you would obviously take Tim Duncan. Would I take Tim Duncan yeah, like obviously. as a player? Yeah, yeah of with, course. Without a doubt. Yeah, of course. Would yeah. I like would I buy his jersey? No. If he was on the Bulls, he wouldn't buy Tim Duncan's jersey. If no. he if he won five championships with Tim Duncan? No. Wow. Like who whose jersey would I bought on that Spurs team? Those Spurs teams. Manu. I'd have bought Manu's shit. Tony Parker, Ma- maybe. Manu. I'd have bought I'd have bought Tony Parker, you maybe. You would have probably got a Matt Bonner joint. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up this roster. Like Did they win in 0102? See if I can pull up this roster. Look at his winning percentage as a player. I mean, has Tim Duncan ever played a losing season? Did you see that stat they tweeted out about the Spurs this year? Over the last 41 years, the Spurs have missed a playoff uh, look, three times. Tim Duncan, 15 time All Star, 15 time All NBA. 15 time All NBA. He's chilling. 97 98 All Rookie, three times Finals MVP, Rookie of the Year, five time champ, 15 time All Defense. How many MVPs? Two. So yeah, fifteen time all, fifteen, 15 all star, all fifteen all NBA, fifteen all D. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's called dominance over a career. Fifteen time worst dresser in the league. No, Michael Jordan. No, fifteen time worst dresser in the league. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan used to wear those extra long Fat Farm uh, button, <laughs> button up short sleeves. Yo, we're gonna close it here. I got a question. So, if you've been locked in on this NBA talk. Alfred Payton just went for five straight triple doubles. I didn't even know that until you put that up. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. He joins a list of Michael, Russell, Oscar, like all the elites. My question to you, has the triple-double lost some luster? Russell out here going for a triple-double all day. Back-to-back seasons, he averages a triple-double. Alfred Payton's going for five in a row. No one does that. Has the triple-double lost a little luster? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's still. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I think if you're a guard and you hunt rebounds, you can get a triple-double. Do you remember back in the day, like a triple-double, though? You'd be like. That's crazy. Man, that's crazy. My man went off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. he went crazy last night. He went a triple-double. Like when Alfred Payton, who's like a 6'9 or 6'7 point guard, or he's not like 6'7, but he's tall and long as shit. Um, nah, it hasn't really lost luster, but I see where you're going with that. You know what I, I mean? mean? I mean, I would, I would, okay, so I would back this up because yeah. funny you say that because I thought about this when I saw Giannis's 50 point game. Yeah, has the 50 point game lost luster? Did Harden take the shine off of? <laughs> he was routinely yeah. going for 50, and I saw Giannis's yesterday. Like, oh, that's a that's his career high, and I'm like, damn, that's his career high. Like, I wasn't even uh, like, oh, shit. Like, you know damn. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's his, his first, first point game. Like, ah, he just, that's the only that's his first 50? one. Yeah, Jamal Crawford has like four. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? Or, Interesting. But at the same time, then you still think about it like, yo, to go for 50 in an NBA game is like crazy. You know yeah, what I mean? You gotta like, be. You gotta you be really going gotta crazy. be going crazy. Yeah. And for someone like Giannis, who's not doing it shooting threes to go for fifty, it's like it's either crazy or nobody was defending. Yeah, I mean, you're essentially scoring what a point a minute. Yeah, if you're going for fifty, right? right? So yeah, I mean, yeah. But like the forty point game, are you just like ah oh, whatever? Like we saw Levine go for what? You 48. know, it depends who it comes from, right? Because I honestly think that James Harden can score forty in a season every night. Easy. Like, like I really if he wanted to. So like from when I see Harden goes for a forty, I'm not that impressed. Mm-hmm. So that's a good oh that's a good question. But if you saw like Like if I saw Drew Holiday go for fifty, or like when Jimmy went for fifty, yeah. I was like, Wow. Oh yeah, Jimmy went for fifty. You know what I mean? Oh. I was like, Wow. Oh wait, didn't Derek Rose go for fifty? Yeah, did recently. When D Rose went for fifty, no, yeah, yeah. When D Rose went for like, fifty pieces, like that's yeah, crazy. for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean, but but I even think Jimmy's was more impressive because Derek back in the day, he's just he got fifty in him. Yeah, I never thought Jimmy would have fifty. Could give you in fifty. Him. Yeah, yeah, you know right. what I mean. Like right. So it depends who it's coming from, but I don't know, man. I feel like people just don't appreciate the triple double like they like like they used yeah. to. Like you could say like Alfred Payton went for three triple doubles in a row the other night, and people were like. Mm. You know what? And, like, that's crazy because I was thinking about it. Yeah, there are more. So, like, one thing that people were talking about, I think it's the, what is it, the uh, the 4 by 4 Yeah. Four, it's just four points, four rebounds, four blocks, four. Oh, no, five by four. Yeah. Four points, four rebounds, four blocks, four steals, four assists. Yeah. Like, that to me is more crazy than triple-double. 2020 games to me are still crazy. Yeah. I think if you're grabbing 20. 2020. Re- yeah, if you're grabbing 20 rebounds and putting up 20 points, like, you are putting in work. You know what? So, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna the take Hassan the, Whiteside block triple doubles. Yeah, that's nobody, those nobody are crazy. Doing with blocks though, but yeah. he chases that shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna, t- but it's hard to chase blocks. Yeah, you know uh, I, mean? I don't know. Yeah, if like you're you, six ten, you, you jump got, out the gym. You can you can just over anticipate everything. It's but like that, but it's like DBs you, who chase picks. It's still, they're still you'll hard get to burned come by. a lot. Yeah, they're but still hard yeah, to come if, by, if you if you abandon your principles and just go after blocks all day. You'll get burned a lot, but you'll get 10 blocks. See, I'm going to go on the other side of your argument with the 2020 because the way the NBA is set up now, especially depending on who you're playing, if you're playing a, a, a up-and-down team that's running the floor, they're almost not even thinking about getting defensive rebounds. Ball goes up. They're, like, trying to get back. Yeah, but – So, it, if you're 7-1, you should be getting 13-14. Yeah, but individual rebound numbers – I mean, remember when Robin was averaging 16, 17 boards a game? Like, that – Guys were averaging were, that back in the day. Yeah, that's true. So for a guy to get 20, 25 boards now, like remember when Dwight Howard used to do that shit? Yeah, he did. Dwight Howard have 30 and 20. That's, 30 and that's 20. stupid. You yeah, know what I mean? Stupid. Like, that's stupid. You, Kevin Love would get him sometimes. You're literally by the rock all, all the, time. the time. There was uh, Sid B. Shout out Sid for jumping in the chat, man. He's been dropping some great yeah. stuff in the comments. He said Westbrook killed the triple double. He said that all the Westbrook hate killed the triple double. People don't care about it anymore because yeah. Russ, Russ has just played it out. So, yeah. so like when Russ gets a triple double, like yeah, but like if when Jokic gets them, it's like oh that's that's cool. Yeah, he's seven feet tall. So the conclusion is, it depends on the player, and if we know they're capable of going to do that, it's not impressive. When yeah, they certain do it. players. Yeah, like James Harden getting a triple double, I'd be like he damn near averages one. You know what I mean? But man, back in the day, like P 
people would talk about Magic Johnson. He's like, he's yeah. a walking triple double, and he hasn't even had that many career triple doubles. If you go like look right. at the numbers, I think he's gonna he's gonna end up being like number three all time after Russ, after J. Kidd. Showtime. He has a he has a, he has a bunch, but it's like. Back then, it was just like in the novel. It wasn't happening. Double like, doubles weren't. Yeah, like this dude's getting a Dude, triple double. Double doubles used to mean a lot. Like double double. Remember 2010 guys? Like, oh, he's a 2010 guy. That's the rarest thing in the world. But now it's like, you know, you got, you got Giannis is a fucking 20, 28 and 14 yeah, right. guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Peri- yeah. Fair. Loosely fair. a perimeter player. So, fair, I mean, fair, fair. yeah. Um, did you want to touch on this 430? This what? This 430 real quick before we get out. Oh, the trout. Yeah, yeah. let's go. What's your, your thoughts? Crazy. Mike Trout, four hundred thirty million dollar twelve year deal. We're gonna get out of here. Thirty six and a half that. million average. Yeah, see, that's where it doesn't seem like that much right. to me. I think the Angels were actually smart in that deal. They didn't want him to hit the market. You know what I mean? Guys are out here. You got you got Harper out here getting three hundred thirty million stuff like that. Yeah, I think the thirty six stuff actually does kind of take away from it a bit. Still a lot of bread. You know what I mean? Four hundred thirty million dollars. When you look, I mean, over 12, when you look at it like that. Well, they say it's actually not truly a 12-year deal. So it replaces the final two years of his contract. So you rip that up, and then now this is it. So, I mean, of, of new money, it's it's a little bit less. But if you think about it, like, Kershaw in 2018 made $33 million. Yeah. David Price made 30 Miguel Cabrera made 30 Johannes Cespedes made twenty nine. Verlander made twenty eight. John Carlos. That was my made, point about giving Machado thirty million. It won't be thirty million in six years, right? And the Stanton deal is a perfect example of that. Yeah, he remember that deal was crazy, crazy. when he signed it. And he's making twenty five per. Yeah, and now it's, it's like, like you're not making shit. Yeah, four or five people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. But when he signed that deal, it was like what was that? Like twelve years, two hundred forty million or yeah, some crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. If I'm yeah. Trout, I would have signed the five-year. I would have did what Sabathia did. Do you remember when Sabathia signed his first Yankees contract? So he signed like a seven-year deal with the Yankees, right? Or a like six-year deal with the Yankees, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But it had an opt-out after three years because they were worried that he wouldn't like New York. So one of his things was like, yeah, I want to be able to opt out in three years. My family doesn't right. like it. Yeah. Lights out for three years. I mean, it was a crazy deal initially. Yeah. He opts out after the third year. And then re-signs with the Yankees for like another uh, five years. Picks up like him. an extra like Finesse sixty million. Him. Yeah, picks up like an extra sixty million, and he's good to go. Finesse. Or if you suck, you opt back, you opt in, and you're good. Yeah, man. But I think the biggest thing about it is how much it energizes that franchise. And I think once you break it down by the yearly, it's, it's not, not that, that much. much. Yeah. Um, and not, not that much compared to what people are making in the league. Well, like you said, Stan, twenty five like million said, 20, is nothing. Anything right 25, now. Yeah. Uh, Kershaw making thirty three, right. like so. When you think about it like that, he's he's right there. I will say this: I think Machado and Harper were like, "Damn, yeah." Like they called the agent, like, "Hey, hey, bro, a hundred more million? Yeah, especially Harper. Yeah, yo, I just signed two weeks ago, yeah. three weeks ago, I waited three months for this. A hundred more? He got a yeah. hundred more? Yeah." I just signed a 12-year. You mean to tell me this dude is worth 100 more to me? Yeah. And he might be. Yeah. But that's crazy that he goes that he goes about that. He looks at the deal like, damn, bro, 100 million more? 100 million more. That's wild. Like, yeah. that that number in itself is just like, damn, I, kinda, I feel like I got played. Yeah. 
And Machado got to be feeling like he's getting pennies on the dollar. No, but he's got the ten years thing though. He got the ten year though. But yeah. yeah. So he's out. He's got two years. You know, two well, years. Two ten years. Who the fuck knows what's gonna happen in ten years? Yeah. You know what I mean? True. So. Yeah, man, we won't leave it at that. I don't feel bad for any of them boys. None of them. <laughs> all good. None of them. Yeah. Because the I'm Machado tra- family, the Harper family, and the Trout family are all good. I think people are worried about Machado given his effort. Yeah. I think he's so talented that, I mean, it may start to fall off after year six I think or people seven. blew out that Johnny Hustle comment, bro. Yeah. And, but, I, and I, but I think, yeah, people, they don't have the... The that would Padres be like James Harden saying, I'm not out here diving for loose balls. He'd be like, oh, okay. Facts. Fair that's, enough. That's actually a great comparison. Fair, yeah. I'm not out here playing D. Yeah. P- Pat Beverly can't come out and be like, yo, I'm not going to dive for a loose ball. But James, right. Well, James Harden can't say I'm not playing D, but he might say, I'm, I mean, I can't be out here diving for loose balls. I need to get 50. Right. So him saying, hey, I'm not going to run out, you know, well, what was it in regards to? It was about running out of, of, running out of grounder, right? running out of grounders and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which... It's I get that. it, but it's another one. Of the, we talked about this before. This stupid baseball shit that these writers and it's yeah. such an old school mentality in that sport. The which ultimately rules. holds them back. It's like you got to run out. You can't show up. The, I still think the dumbest rule in sports is you can't show up the opponent when you hit a home run. You yeah, can't celebrate true. a home run. Dumb. I don't yeah, give I a agree. fuck. If I hit a home run, I'm fucking trotting. I'm dancing. I'm grabbing my nuts. Back I'm having a good time. I don't give a fuck. You don't want me to celebrate? Don't serve me up something to right. hit. Don't let me hit something. And I'm not showing you up. I'm celebrating my accomplishment. Like baseball, right. again, needs to get done with that shit because it makes the game boring. There's so many stupid ass rules. That's why I fuck no, with God. Harper because Harper's always trashing that shit. Yeah, he's new age. Real new age. He's like, if I want to throw my bat, I want to throw my bat. You know what I mean? No doubt. And if you throw a ball at me, I'm charging the mound. I always meant to say <laughs> Facts, that. yeah. I don't get that. And I'm going to need everybody to back me yeah. up, too. I like it. Are you serious? <laughs> you yeah. hit me with 80? Yeah. Bruh. I'm, I'm going to need everybody yeah. to come back. I'm, I'm coming at the mound. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it there, man. For Nick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Shout out I, I legit, I know I keep saying I only have a few left. Yeah. Chicago Breeds Legends hoodie www.nocatchupchicago.com slash merch yes sir go get you one i legit have like four or five left so if you're an xl a double xl and you want a hoodie go cop this is the hardest hoodie in the streets right now period point blank yep. get them shout out bag tags shout for out the, bag tags shout out bag tags yes, for sir. the tag the hat all that for nick the quick i'm your host sean little no catch up chicago hey really quick Everybody in the chat, shout out Sid B, John J, Ashoka. Everybody that chimed in on the chat, man, we appreciate that. Love that y'all are locking in. Mike from Tuscaloosa, shout out the hoodie order today. No catch up Chicago. For Nick the Quick, I am Sean Little. No catch up Chicago. For Chicago by Chicago. Listen up. <laughs>